0: What's up, everybody? This is Connor Allen, the sports betting manager here at 444, 4, bringing you a special Super Bowl prize Fix episode. Joining me today is our fantasy football manager, Jen Akins. Jen, how was your lead of the Super Bowl? I know it's a little bit hectic, it feels like this week, but last week was kind of nice, you know, not having any football on that Sunday, right?
1: It's, yeah, yes and no. <laughs> like, it's a precursor to what we have coming up, where we actually have to do things over the weekend, which, uh, Is rough. You know, it's the re entry mentally to be like, okay, I actually can, you know, I have to be able to say yes when people want to do stuff and I have to get out and hike and do things uh, rather than sit around and make excuses to watch football. But um, yeah, last weekend was kind of weird, but I'm excited for this weekend. I'm excited to to get this game going. I know a lot of people out there, um, aside from betting, just even from a fan perspective, are not super excited about this game, but I kind of am. I think it'll be good.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm cautiously optimistic that we'll see a good game. I have, you know, my feeling is that it might be uh, a little bit more low scoring than some are projecting in the total. We're sitting at around 47. The 49ers are favored by two points. Um, that's not something we're going to get into specifically in this episode. But um, I mean, do you have a take here in terms of like the game or side or total? I'd totally put you on the spot here because we didn't prep for this. But like any, you know, any just like off the cuff, you know, takes here on like who you think will win. I'm torn. I personally don't really have a strong take.
1: No, I don't have a strong take either because you could you could talk yourself narrative wise into both teams winning this game, and like you said, I think it's not going to be super exciting or high scoring. But then again, you never know. I mean, both of these teams have solid defenses, but both of these teams have been vulnerable. So I think it can go either way. I don't uh, I don't have a strong take. I'm not going to the window uh, on the actual <laughs> game uh, over under or actual uh, line.
0: For sure. Yeah. It's one of those things where, uh, you know, I have friends in real life who will talk to me and be like, Hey, you know, who are you betting on this weekend? Like, who do you like? And I'm like, oh, I kind of lean towards the 49ers and they think I am absolutely out of my mind. They're like, How are you betting against Mahomes? Mahomes is an underdog. You know, he's the best player. Like, have you seen how good they look? Yada, yada, yada. The 49ers barely won. And I'm like, You know, I agree with you. I'm not, you know, going to tell you you're wrong. But the people who I know who bet the most money. betting on the 49ers and you know i have some reasons why maybe they're the same reasons maybe they're not but the people i know who bet the most money are on the niners so i'm excited i think it's gonna be a good game regardless i'm not taking a big stand in the game i did put a little bit of money on the niners just you know kind of have some skin in the game based on my prediction but uh we'll see so anyways that's not what we're talking about this full episode this is gonna be a prize picks episode um and if you for those of you who are new to it no idea what i'm talking about Prize fix is a pick a map where you make multiple selections of players to make one combined play. So, for example, in the wild card round, John Paulson and I put Jaden Reed over three and a half receptions, Aaron Jones over 87 and a half combined rushing receiving yards, along with Rashad White over receiving yards. This combined, uh, you know, for a, a nice payout there. And so you can choose about any category for players, including fantasy points, which you know, Jen has referenced multiple times on this episode. Platform, super easy to use, very user-friendly. If you don't have an account yet, go to prizefix.com slash accurate, you'll get a deposit match up to $100. But kind of like we did before, I think the best way to go about it is we'll start to you know bounce a couple of thoughts off each other, maybe players. I'm sure we'll have some overlap just because it's one game here. Um, but I'll let you get started with your first one here tonight.
1: Um, all right, let's start with the Chiefs. Uh, if you're if you're good with that, I feel like they, I feel like the Chiefs are more exciting as far as just prize picks, the things that we. I don't know. I, I seem to lean more towards uh, liking the Chiefs here. Um, so I'm going to start with Mahomes because why not? Right, we're talking Chiefs. Uh, I'm I like the less than uh, 29.5 rushing yards for Mahomes, and I know a lot of people might balk at that. I know he's he is a scrambler, uh, particularly in the playoffs. However, the 49ers don't blitz a lot, right? And eight of the last 10 quarterbacks that they have faced have gone under their rushing projection. Uh, and Mahomes himself has gone under 20 yards in, in the last two playoff games. So uh, Price Picks right now has him at 29.5, and I'm um, I'm liking less than.
0: Yeah, that's an interesting one. It's like... Mahomes, there's the narrative that Mahomes runs more in the playoffs, and he, you know, definitely does. I mean, that's buried on the statistics, but he's averaging only 26 rushing yards per game. Like, I think that narrative is almost baked into the lines that we're seeing, whereas it wasn't in previous years. You know, you were getting like high teens, you know, in the line. I think there was some good value at that point, but at this point, we're looking at 29 and a half rushing yards. I mean, it's kind of a lot. It's also a little bit off market from what we're seeing, you know, across the you know other spots. So, uh, you know, 25 and a half, 26 and a half, is pretty routine. So, yeah, I think 29 and a half. A little bit too high there. And, you know, I'm going through my notes here and I realize that I don't have any singular Chiefs players. I have a couple of combinations because so prize six offers combination plays. So I have three different combined props. So we'll start with this one. We'll go, we'll keep it with Mahomes. I think Mahomes and Purdy throw over one and a half interceptions combined here. Um, and I think that's a fun one for a couple of different reasons here. This Chiefs secondary has been. Amazing. I mean, they have been top three in basically every metric and we know we've seen Purdy's willing to take risks. You know, I mean, he could have thrown multiple picks against the Lions. One bounced off the guy's face mask, deep downfield. Um, I mean, things were, the ball was literally bouncing the 49ers way. If it doesn't bounce the 49ers way, Purdy himself, I think is very capable of throwing two picks, especially if the 49ers fall into that, you know, drop back passing game. Uh, we saw him throw four picks against Baltimore and then benched in the fourth quarter, kind of hurt. I don't know. Maybe it was his ego that was hurt, but I don't think he was going to finish out the rest of the game there. Um, so I think that over is interesting. Also to another side, as you mentioned, the 49ers play pretty passively rush for drop the rest, play a lot of zone defense. Mahomes has thrown the second most interceptions in the league at 10 this season against that exact formula. So rushing for dropping back. So it's, I don't. His completion rate's high, 70%. His yards per attempt is fine. It's just that he's you know, throwing a couple more interceptions against that exact formula there specifically. So I think we probably get one from each and maybe even two from Purdy. So I think that's a fun one there. Any thoughts on on the interception props?
1: I like that a lot. I'm not able to see that on my end, so I didn't know that was an option. Uh, But, yeah, I think especially with so much on the line, like you said, they're willing to kind of – Throw it out there and make those mistakes, and like you said, if, if just one bounces the other way on either side, then you uh, you've made some money there.
0: Yeah, no, hundred um, percent. All right, well, let's uh, let's get into your second one here.
1: Uh, my second one, like I said, sticking with the Chiefs, uh, we're gonna go with Pacheco. I I like him at more than sixty-seven point five rushing yards. Uh, he's averaged eighty-five rushing yards in all three playoff games so far. Uh, San Francisco is usually stout versus the run this year, but in the postseason, they actually haven't been. They've allowed over a hundred yards to opposing uh, backfields. Aaron Jones uh, put up 108 yards against him, And then uh, David Montgomery and Gibbs, Montgomery had 93 Gibbs had 45. So they combined uh, for over hundred yards there. So I like it. I mean, I know it may just be, you know, a chalk play, whatever, but I do like Pacheco uh, more than 65.7 rushing yards. I also like I'll throw out before you uh, add your two cents for Pacheco. um, For those of us in States where you can only bet fantasy points they have him at 15, uh, which I think is uh, I, I like more than for that because if you add in the receiving yards there, uh, I think he's uh, he'll get there. Uh, both Jones and Gibbs saw six targets uh, against against the um, yeah against the Niners, and I feel like uh, Pacheco will will get some of that uh, get some of that receiving work. So I like him at more than 15 fantasy points as well.
0: Uh, yeah, I absolutely love it. So one of my plays was the combined prop of CMC and. Pacheco combined rushing yards at 159 and a half. Um, I like this particularly because of the reasons you mentioned with Pacheco um, specifically. On top of that, too, the 49ers have been really susceptible to outside runs. They've allowed almost seven yards per carry in the playoffs to outside runs and uh the chief so far and Isaiah Pacheco pacheco averaged over five and a half yards per carry over half of his carries uh the last few weeks have been on outside runs really killed it then also their left guard uh joe tooney i don't think he's going to play so that even makes more sense to like try and push the ball on the outsides don't really be focusing on running up the middle so i think that we see pacheco get on the edge plenty and run angry and you know easily rack up yards i mean on the season this 49ers defense now is 30th in rushing success rate and 27th in epa per play i mean their really run defense has not been all that good. So I think that we see the Chiefs take advantage that right here. And then on the other side, Christian McCaffrey is very clearly the focal point of their offense. The Chiefs defense, we've talked about their past events being awesome. Their run defense, not so great. Um, You know, they're allowing, you know, over four and a half yards per carry. They're 23rd in rushing success rate, 27th in DVOA. Like, no matter how you slice it, they really just haven't been all that good. And so... On top of this, they're not good at defending zone scheme runs either. So, and that's basically what the Niners offense is built on, the Shanahan scheme and everything. So again, 159 and a half yards total combined seems like a lot, but I think one of these guys easily clears hundred yards and both teams try and make it an effort to, uh, you know, kind of focus on the running game there. So I think that goes along with what you're saying. And I think you probably like that prop as well, right?
1: I do. Yeah, I like it. Uh, McCaffrey, I just kind of, I stayed away from, him cause I figured you'd probably talk about him. Uh, I, I liked to actually, uh, they, they took it off the board, but I did like the uh, McCaffrey uh, carries at one point was up there and then it's, it, it they price picks took it away. So I had to delete that, but I do like that combined uh, rushing for sure.
0: Yeah. It's tough because like McCaffrey's solo prop is like 90 yards. And like, I think that's baking in a lot of what I just talked about because I mean, I expect them to have a good game, but 90 yards is like, that's yeah, a lot of yards, you know, like, he has to have 20 carries basically, and he has to have success. We've seen Steve Spagnuolo in other years, like against the Eagles last year, like in the Super Bowl. I mean, they were an awesome running offense. Their running backs combined for 45 yards and 17 carries because they like sold out to stop the run. And the Eagles had that, like you know, actually passed the ball pretty well and were able to keep it close. But that I think it's a lot more difficult against this 49ers offense that has better blockers. You know, run some unique schemes that it's like they ran into stacked boxes at one of the highest rates in the league and still had the best like rushing success rate in the league by, by a good margin. So we'll see. I think it's an interesting chess match and you know, I'm excited to see that play out specifically. Um, so I think that was both of our second ones as well. And, uh, let's let's move on to the third one here.
1: Okay. My third one, um, is the last one keeping with the chiefs. Uh, and that is Rashi rice, more than six and a half receptions. Uh, I think that, uh, I mean, he's he's the clear wide receiver one at the moment, right? Um, he's averaged eight targets a game during the postseason. So we're looking at six and a half, and he's averaged eight. Uh, and the 49ers have actually allowed the fifth most catches to wide receivers this season. So I feel like uh, clearly, like we said, they are going to use Pacheco a lot. But when they don't, I feel like, you know, between Kelsey and Rice, I feel like Rice, I don't think it's out of the question for him to see more than six and a half receptions in this game.
0: Yeah, I like that uh, a good bit, too, because since week 12, he's been running 65% of, or more of the routes on, you know, basically every single game and every meaningful game. Because that was kind of where we saw things shift before it was kind of just like rotating him in, rotating him out. Because he's a rookie getting accustomed since then. Uh, I mean, he leads the team in target share. Uh, you know, he leads the team in targets for run. It's like talking 26%, 27% here, better than Travis Kelsey. Obviously, we've seen a playoff resurgence from Travis Kelsey, but Rasheed Rice in that larger sample size has been, you know, basically the guy here for this Chiefs offense. And then not to mention this too, the Niners play um, you know, a lot of you know that four pass rusher zone defense we talked about against those coverages from week 12 on. Rasheed Rice, 25% target share, 0.3 targets per route run. So super strong metrics. I think that we see him get a involved a lot in the screen game. I see, I think we see him get involved a lot, basically all over. So, um, I do have him as part of a combined prop as well, uh, with him and Debo Samuel as if we want to transition into the 49ers here. Sure. Um, oh, oh yeah. Over 124 and a half total combined receiving yards. Um, I think Rishi Rice can easily go, you know, approach 70, 80, 90. And I think the Debo is also going to be in for a massive game as well. Um, for some reasons that we will get into, but, um, yeah, I mean, we'll we'll dive into the Debo one here right now. Might as well, right? We're, we're already here. We're so, here. Debo Samuel probably one of my favorite plays on the slate. To be honest, we're looking at him playing eleven games with George Kittle, with Brandon Ayuk, where they all played sixty percent of the snaps or more, and and Debo wasn't a decoy. There was like a week four game where he just you know was basically a decoy, not including that. Debo Samuel led the team in target share, twenty two point two percent, and the Chiefs have been. Very good against number one wideouts, basically outside wideouts. Stephon Diggs, Justin Jefferson, DJ Moore, Jamar Chase, Tyreek Hill, Devonte Adams, Amon Ross, St. Brown. None of them cleared seventy three receiving yards the entire season um, against this Chiefs off Chiefs defense. Um, but fringe wide receiver ones are like secondary options, which I think that that's more the category that we see Debo Samuel fall into. Zay Flowers at one hundred fifteen yards, Christian Kirk at one hundred ten yards, Devonta Smith ninety nine, Josh Reynolds eighty. There's a lot of different categories here where. I think the Debo Samuel moves around a lot and sees a ton of targets. So um, I like Debo's over. I think his upside's really high. If the 49ers pass more, if they have to, I mean, Debo could easily approach a hundred year by himself. So any thoughts on Debo here and we can move into your next pick for the Niners.
1: No, I like it. I like Debo. I feel like you can never, you can never count out Debo. And um, you made a very strong argument there for his more than.
0: Yeah. Appreciate that. Awesome. Uh, And so, yeah, before we move into the next ones here, want to talk to you about Little Caesars, the official pizza sponsor of the NFL. Knows football fans, love a great game and a great deal. So Little Caesars is bringing you a wild challenge. It's pick six for slices and sticks. If there's a pick six during Super Bowl 58, fans who accepted the challenge on their app will get a free slices and sticks. So rooting for a pick six. And they partnered with NFL legend Derek Brooks of the Tampa Bay Bucks because he knows all about the pick six, having returned one. During Super Bowl 37, that play led to a 44 yard touchdown and a win for the Bucks. So accept the challenge today, download their app, win some pizza, and potentially eat some little Caesars. You
1: never know. Skip the grocery stores, meal prep, cleanup. Instead, get chef crafted, dietitian approved meals delivered right to your doorstep. This week, I have my eye on the queso fundido with cilantro cauliflower rice. I can still satisfy my cheesy Mexican cravings with gooey queso. Savory ground beef and tender cilantro cauliflower rice, it's all still healthy and nutrition-packed. Another great thing about Factor is it's flexible, which is great for busy families. Change up your order each week with plans from 4 to 18 meals, and you can even pause and reschedule. To get started, head to factormeals.com mostaccurate50. Use code mostaccurate50 to get 50% off. That's code mostaccurate50 at factormeals.com slash mostaccurate50 to get 50% off today. Uh, my first play, I know you we, we talked about Purdy a little earlier uh, as far as picks. Uh, I'm going to go with his rushing prop here. I'm going to go more than 12.5 rushing yards for Purdy. Uh, he had 48 rushing yards last week. He's had 14 or more uh, in his postseason starts. And Kansas City, Kansas City has allowed the last four quarterbacks to rush over 25 yards. So I think Purdy, I mean, 12 and a half, I think is, I mean, I know he's not necessarily known as this mobile quarterback, but I think 12 and a half is a number that I think we can see this week.
0: Yeah. Uh, it's one of those things where we talked about a little bit moms, like quarterbacks who are a little bit mobile tend to run more in the playoffs, the games on the line. I mean, we saw it like Purdy fell down 17 points at halftime back against the wall. You know, he was ducking under defenders. He was, you know, moving around a bunch, doing whatever it took to get the team into a spot to win. And, you know, I was overly impressed. And I think that we're probably going to see a lot of that here again against the Chiefs, like the Chiefs secondary. We've talked about it, I don't know, six times already. They're awesome. They're going to, their guys are going to be covered. There's going to be plays where no one's open and Purdy's going to have to use his feet. So um, I think that's kind of a fun one. I think that's, that's kind of unique, um, a unique way to go about it.
1: Yes, and apparently my cat agrees as well. Uh he's over here <laughs>
0: if you can hear him.
1: He likes it, I guess. Uh animals but yeah, are welcome on the show,
0: you know? It's, animals it's, uh... are always
1: welcome and mine is oh, he just took off. Um I also had another one for Purdy. I don't know if you um I know you like a I know you like an under Connor. So I'm gonna throw out uh <laughs> I'm gonna throw out Purdy uh less than two hundred and forty seven passing yards. I just think I know that last time you and I did this podcast, um, I, I threw this out for Lamar because Kansas City kept both Tua and Josh Allen under 200 passing yards, uh, so, and Lamar uh, unfortunately for our sake went over. But I do feel like Party may end up with less than 247.5. I'm not super strong on it, but I feel like I lean that way. How do you feel about that?
0: No, I, li- I like that a lot, and I think first off the baltimore thing was totally whack i mean they could (laughs) have should have ran the ball absolutely didn't run the ball they ran the ball like what like eight times or something like that with their running backs they were you know not gashing them fully but they had two explosive runs out of those carries uh and they just decided to go against that i don't know what you know big brain stuff todd munkin was into you know the night before but they fell behind i mean they're only down by 10 most of the game like seven plenty of the game like it's they were not out of it they just needed to run the ball more and lamar had making mistakes so I don't know. That was kind of like a volume-based play. That's the only issue I have with betting unders and passing yards. Is like a team falls behind and you're sitting there holding your breath the mm-hmm. entire game. I mean, I lost a, a Jared Goff under earlier in the playoffs, um, where I think it was it was against the it might have been against the 49ers. Yeah, it was against 49ers. He had 190 passing yards going into the fourth quarter and or no, not even going with like five minutes left. He had one drive left. They drove it the entire length of the field, 75 yards and hit the over on 260 passing yards because the 49ers just sat back and played like prevent, just wanted to grind the clock and like slowly, methodically move their way downfield. So that's the only bad part about passing unders. But I think that the 49ers are going to be so successful running the ball here that I don't think it'll even matter. Like they're, they're not going to have to pass the ball a bunch throughout. And if they fall behind, maybe they'll pass a little bit more, but I don't think they're going to have a ton of success. So I like that one. And that leads me into my next one here. Brock Purdy under 31 and a half pass attempts um so again kind of the same theme now that is totally cooked if they fall behind by a lot um but he hasn't really you know clips that that much this year um you know again like i don't expect them to fall behind their favorite in the game like so if they fall behind by a lot i'd be pretty surprised and if they do i still think they stick with the running game like their pass rate against the lions was only one percent higher than their entire season average even though they fell behind 17 and a half so they stick with the run they don't care. They're not Todd Munkin. So I'm excited right. to, to see what that happens there. Um, was that your last one or do you have one more?
1: I have one more. Um, Perfect. I don't know how you're going to feel about it or how anyone's <laughs> going to feel about it, but I'm going to give it out anyway. And it is a kicker, kicker prop. Oh, I you know, love it. You know me. I love a kicker. Um, I am going Jake Moody at less than eight and a half fantasy points. Uh, he's averaged. So on the entire season, he averaged 7.47 He's averaged eight in the postseason, and he struggled on those longer ranges. He struggled last week or I'm sorry, two weeks ago and uh, he struggled. So I feel like I don't know. I don't know how much kicking will be done. And when they, when it does, I'm not sure if, if they're going to trust him in those longer ranges. So um, I'm going, you know, under less than eight and a half fantasy points for Jake Moody. And I love Jake Moody. I just, for this specific game, I just, I don't know. I don't see it.
0: Yeah. I have taken, multiple kicker props and multiple punt return props already for this game. So uh, no shame on getting a little weird with some of the props. I mean, this is actually a pretty normal prop prop I think relative to uh, some of what they're offering there with novelty stuff. Um, Yeah, no, I like, I mean, Jake Moody too. from 40 on has been not very good. You know, he's like, uh, I think five of nine this season or something like that uh, from 40 on, which is pretty bad um, for an NFL kicker at least. And so, yeah, I don't know. I think if you can find any head-to-head, you know, action too on Butker versus Moody, I definitely like uh Butker here. He's been basically automatic. I think I have one of the best years of his career, like 94% on field goals as a whole. So that is that is a fun one. Um, I don't know. The kicker props. I'm I'm definitely into that. Uh
1: no, I am as well. I was gonna see what the um I don't know what Butker's no, I can't find it, but that's okay. Um yeah, no, I uh I a bummer because i do like moody and i feel like you know he's a rookie so uh we got to give him a, a, a smidge of a pass here but i feel like i just feel like in this game with game script like like we said if you're if he's five for nine, you know five of nine from 40 yards out i don't know that it, with every single thing on the line here uh i feel like they may not go to him in those instances so i think less than eight and a half fantasy points make sense
0: Honestly, I think that they're going to be super conservative. Like if they're like at the 55 yard range, they might just punt, you know, like pretend to go for it and punt right. or like, you know, just maybe even go for it. I know that Kyle Shannon doesn't normally go for it on things like that, but like, I just don't think they're going to take a whole lot of attempts, like in the 40 to 50 yard range in general, which, you know, obviously lowers the amount of fancy points that, that he can score there. Um, I got one more. It's, uh, an under. I like Juwan Jennings under 14 and a half receiving yards, his splits with and without Debo are just like drastic. I mean, we're looking at him catching more than one and a half passes in just two of 10 games with Debo Samuel uh, active and healthy. And then um, on top of that too, one of those games is with Sam Darnold at the end in garbage time. So it's was like, honestly, I don't really count that. I mean, I'm not anticipating seeing Sam Darnold here. Uh, and so, you know, I, I just don't really think Jennings is gonna see a whole lot of run. You know, he ran 15 total routes last week with Debo back, and that was in a trailing game script where you know they passed plenty and probably more than they'd like to. And they have a tough, tough match against the Chiefs. So it's uh, you know, one of those things where I just don't see he might not even see a target, maybe one target. Like I think that's kind of one to two targets is his range here. So under 14 and a half yards, I think is pretty solid. Um, any Juwan Jennings takes or even like I don't know, we can touch briefly on like the Chiefs yeah, uh, I was gonna ask you about McCall Hardman,
1: because I feel like yeah. we always have to talk about McCall Hardman. I don't know that I can touch it. i am not sure what uh <laughs> are is you, he is on the
0: board? I didn't even know that. is Is he up?
1: Um, I don't know. He may not be to be honest. yeah. But...
0: I think books are a little cautious because he played yeah. one snap last week.
1: Um, yeah, I don't yeah. I
0: don't see one right now. But if it posts, so I think what they're waiting is so like Kadarius Tony is like healthy now. So like if Kadarius Tony plays, I think you'd play over Mikael Hardman, and Mikael Hardman would be inactive. Um, I don't think it matters. I think both of them play like one to two snaps. So we also have MVS. Yeah, I don't know what to do with him because yeah. I don't think he's very good. But uh, his line is also line like he's not very good. He plays a lot though.
1: Yeah, his so MVS right now his receptions on Prize Picks is one and a half. Uh, you know I. I feel like that could go either way. I, I don't feel confident. You know, he may get one huge deep play and then he misses it, and then they he they don't go back to him. Or yeah, he's he's really tough to he's tough to tell. I wonder what his. Uh, let me see. I don't know. He's so they have him at one and a half receptions, and then they have him at nineteen and a half yards.
0: Yeah, it's kind of tough. I feel like, honestly, in general, they did a pretty good job pricing most of these guys uh, for this week. Like, you know, normally there's a lot of, you know, discrepancies between our projections, between kind of what our opinions and like the the lines. I think that a lot of them, especially the smaller guys, are pretty sharp this week, normally where there's an edge. So, you know, MBS, Justin Watson. um, Richie James. (laughs) Richie James. Yeah, like Richie James ran eight routes last week. His, his prop is eight and a half, like five and a half receiving yards, four and a half receiving yeah. yards. It's like I don't know. I mean, he'll probably <laughs> see a target.
1: Yeah, you know who we did not talk about is Travis Kelsey.
0: We um, didn't talk about Travis Kelsey at all. Where <laughs> or are you Kittle
1: actually. Kelsey? We didn't talk about either oh tight God. end.
0: We we dropped um, the ball.
1: We did. So, but no, we didn't because here we are. We're still talking. Um, I don't know. I mean, they're both pretty high. I think as far as. I mean, Kelsey's receiving yards right now are 71 and a half and Kittle is at 48 and a half.
0: Yeah, it's funny because Travis Kelsey's line throughout the season continued to drop and drop and drop because he wasn't playing all that well. And even in the playoffs, I think he was lined in the fifties. And then he has two just sick playoff games. I mean, the rapport between him and Mahomes is, you know, borderline elite. And uh, now we have a line in the seventies. And so, Again, everything that we've talked about, almost everything, I think is baked in. Like, he's seen a ton of targets. He's like their guy. But if they really try and find a way, like, all right, we are not going to let Travis Kelsey beat us, uh, I'm interested to see what that looks like. You know, chipping him on the line, sticking someone on him basically all the time. Like, I don't know if that's what they're going to do, uh, but it very well could be. And in that case, your 71 is probably toast. Like, you're, you know, if he is someone standing on the entire time, I'm not super interested in it.
1: Yeah, I mean, his receptions is at seven right now, which I feel like is – Yeah, I mean, that's kind of – I think both of those are a little high. I mean, Kittle is a little more palatable. He is – for some reason, his receptions uh, is off the board uh, at prize picks, but his uh, receiving yards, I think I said 48, right? So it's a little more palatable, but at the same time, if we feel like they're going to have you know, – they're going to rely so much on CMC and they may not – Oh, you know what? Kittle is now off the board. Um, on oh uh, anyway. So yeah.
0: Yeah. I'm I'm a little worried too about like his injury like situation. He didn't practice a couple times last week. Like, I'm sure it's just precautionary. I'm sure he's gonna play, but it's like right. do you really want to bet on a non full health, like fully healthy guy when you have a guy like Debo Samuel you can bet on or Brandon Ayuk? Maybe they move around a little bit more. Um, I don't know. Just kind of for me, it's kind of a stay away, but Awesome. Uh, any last thoughts here before we hop off or anything else?
1: No, I think we're good. I mean, as far as, you know, prize picks goes, I mean, I'm sure we could go on and on about all the novelty stuff, but that's not what this podcast is about. So, um, as far as prize picks, I think we kind of, uh, went over all the good stuff. I think we provided a lot of good picks that, uh, you and I feel pretty good about pretty confident in. So, uh, yeah, I have no other thoughts on that other than everyone just enjoy the game.
0: Yeah, I mean we're we're in and out here, less than 30 minutes, you know, love to love to see it. People get their prize fix plays, get our quick thoughts and can, you know, build some uh build some play. So mm-hmm. you know, and there's a free it. square, I mean,
1: right? We got a free Mahomes over 0.5, right?
0: I think so. There are a lot of you know, prize is offering a lot of different free squares. I mean, there's yeah, like I
1: believe it's Mahomes like 0.5 passing yards or something ridiculous like that. It so. is
0: $25 max, which is not bad. You know, you can you know take that, combine with a couple other things. Um, yeah, I think, I mean, it's literally, yeah, it's, it's over half passing yard. So again, it's a free square. If for some reason, Mahomes, you know, gets injured on the first play, like Aaron Rodgers, they'll reboot it. So you don't need to worry about that. Um, I'm sure they'll give you oh, that. That would be back. awful. <laughs> <laughs> there, it, it happened with Aaron Rodgers. It was, uh, it, yeah, it was pretty, pretty wild there. But... Eight
1: seconds of his, uh, 2023,
0: 24 season. Oh, it's, yeah. <laughs> um, Anyways, appreciate all you guys listening. You know, if you liked our thoughts, our plays, or reasoning, go over to 444.com. You have my Super Bowl article there, all of my official plays as well. 444.com slash plans. So, again, thanks for listening, everyone.